What's up, everybody? This is Vinny Bucci, a.k.a. The Booch, and welcome to The Booch Cast. This week, ladies and gentlemen, we have a special surprise, a special treat, if you will. And that is, we are taking another look back at one of our most classic segments in the history of The Booch Cast. In fact, it's one of the most popular segments in the history of The Booch Cast, and that is, of course, Pussy Talk with Gator. 
Now, some of you might be familiar with this segment. Uh, if you're an old school Boochcast fan, you know it very, very well. For those of you who are new to the show and aren't familiar with Pussy Talk with Gator, I'll explain. A while back, Gator decided to read the vagina monologues on the show. And we were coming up with an idea for the sh- segment. We decided to call it Pussy Talk with Gator because he's basically doing the vagina monologues, which is basically a monologue about a vagina. <laughs> and we would do um, every week, or at least the weeks that Gator was on the show, we would read at least one chapter at a time. And then, of course, uh, during one of our Christmas specials, he decided to do three chapters in one day. And then, of course, on New Year's Eve, to close out the year, we did the final chapter. So each of these chapters were done in separate episodes. But I decided to do something special for this particular uh, compilation. Instead of dividing each chapter into segments and doing commercial breaks in between, like I did with Gator Ruins Your Childhood and Boochcast Goes to the Movies, and recently with the Power Rangers compilations that came out, I decided to basically do one commercial break and then we're going to play the entire monologue from start to finish. I basically took all the chapters, combined them together, and it's like one continuous long motion. So it's as if Gator is doing the entire thing in one sitting. But in reality, these were done over the course of a few weeks. Now, obviously, I didn't take out the banter that Gator and I had while he was doing the chapters because those parts are just as entertaining as Gator reading the vagina monologues. But basically all the intro stuff and the outro stuff that was in each segment, I cut those out. And the part where Gator decides at the last second to do two or three chapters, I cut that part out too. So it could be all one big, long, continuous story. So basically what's going to happen is uh, right now we're going to take a short break here. And when we come back, you're going to hear from start to finish Gator reading the vagina monologues here on the Boochcast. So you guys sit tight. We shall return right after this.
vagina monologues. So, uh, here we go. Mr. Budrelli, are you ready? I'm ready. Do you got a beverage? Uh, yes, I do. Do you got Do you got tissues for when you cry of laughter? I got plenty of tissues. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. <clears throat> My vagina is a shell, a round, pink, tender shell, opening and closing, closing and opening. My vagina is a flower, an eclectic tulip, the center, acute and deep, the scent, delicate, the petals, gentle but sturdy. I did not always know this. I learned this in the vagina workshop. I learned this from a woman who runs the vagina workshop, a woman who believes in vaginas, who really sees vaginas, who helps other women see their own vaginas by seeing other women's vaginas. In the first session, the woman who runs the vagina workshop asked us to draw a picture of our own unique, beautiful, fabulous vagina. This is what she called it. She wanted to know what our unique, beautiful, fabulous vagina looked like to us. One woman who was pregnant, she was she was pregnant, pregnant, which means she had a bun in her oven. Uh, one woman who was pregnant drew a big red mouth, screaming with screaming with coins spilling out. Another very skinny woman drew a big serving plate with a kind of Devonshire Devonshire pattern. Uh, I don't know what the fuck that is. That's some women's shit, okay? If you don't know what Devonshire is, fucking Google it, because I'm not going to sit here and try to explain that shit. I don't know what it is. This is the vagina logs, the vagina monologues with Gator Ricky Ross. So, this is, I'm just reading the information. You got to fucking decipher what the fuck it is. <laughs> On it, I drew a big, huge black dot with little squiggly lines around it. The black dot was equal to a black hole in space. And the squiggly lines were meant to be people or things or just our basic atoms that get lost there. I did always thought of my vagina as an anatomical vacuum, randomly sucking up particles, and objects from the surrounding environment. Okay, so her, her, her pussy is a hoover. That's what this says. Okay? And it's cool. Sometimes in life, you don't have a pussy that's a hoover. Okay? You don't you don't believe me? Ex- ask my ex-girlfriend. She done fuck Dave. She done fuck Jimmy. She done fuck little Jimmy, who's Dave's best friend. And Jimmy's son. And he's only like 12. So what the fuck, bitch? I did not think of my vagina in practical or biological terms. I did not, for example, see it as something attached to me. In the workshop, we were asked to look at our vaginas with hand mirrors. Then, after careful examination, which means they stuck hand mirrors down the bridges to look at their uh, uh, lady parts. So, if you ever want to, so fellas, you can do this too with your man, with your man things. I'm, I'm gonna write a book called called the Penis Manifesto, <laughs> and, and we're gonna we're gonna look in depth at, at peckers. Anyway, uh, then after careful examination, we were to verbally report to the group what we saw. I must tell you that up until this point, everything I knew about my vagina was basically on hearsay or investigation i'm sorry invention look i read it at third grade level that's how i stay young so fucking deal with it okay (laughs) Okay. i had i had never really seen the thing i had never it had never occurred to me to look at it 
my vagina existed for me on some abstract plane. It seemed so reductive and awkward, looking at it like we were in the workshop on our skinny blue mats with our hand mirrors. It reminded me of how the early astronomers must (laughs) must have felt with their primitive telescopes. I found it quite unsettling at first, my vagina. Like the first time you see a fish cut open and you discover this other bloody complex world inside, right under the skin. It was so raw, so red, so fr- Okay, pussies ain't red, they're pink, okay? Hey, mama, they're all pink on the inside because there's black ones, there's yellow ones, there's, there's even red ones. Fuck an Indian chick, you will see. Red on the outside, pink on the inside. So fresh. And the thing that surprised me the most was all the layers. The layers inside layers, opening into more layers. My vagina amazed me. I couldn't speak when it came to my turn in the workshop. I was speechless. See, I had I had awakened. Oh, shit. She woke. She was woken. Woken vagina. That not hurting. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. To what the women had, who ran the workshop called Vaginal Wonder. Vaginal Wonder. <laughs> oh, shit. I, <laughs> there's just a little bit left. I just wanted to stay, to lay there on my mat, my legs spread open, examining my vagina forever. It was better than the Grand Canyon. Ancient and full of grace. Hold up. Let us stop here. Ain't nothing better than the damn Grand Canyon. Okay, you ever been to the Grand Canyon and seen down there in them big-ass gullies? That's fucking, that's great. There ain't, no vagina is prettier than the Grand Canyon. I'm sorry. I don't care what the fuck. There ain't no damn pussy, okay? It ain't like the Grand Canyon, okay? There ain't no, like, you can't stand in front of a vagina and go, your lady It don't, it don't work like that. It don't, it don't work like that. <clears throat> it had the innocence and freshness of a proper English garden. It was funny, very funny. Made me laugh. It could it could hide and seek, open and close. Whoop. Then the one the woman who ran the work, workshop, <clears throat> oh, beer breath, asked how many women in the workshop had had orgasms. Organisms, organisms. Two two women tentatively raised their hands. I didn't raise my hand, but I had an organism. I didn't raise my hand because they were accidental organisms. They happened to me. They happened in my dreams. And I would I would wake in splendor. They happened a lot in water, mostly in the bath. Once in Cape Cod, they happened on horses, on bicycles, sometimes on the treadmill at the gym. I did not raise my hand because although I had an organism, I did not know how to make one happen. I thought it was mystical. It's a fucking, hey, 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 it's a fucking unicorn. Insert laugh here. Magical thing. I didn't want to interfere. <laughs> I felt I felt wrong getting involved. Uh, fucking big words I can't say. It, it felt Hollywood. The surprise would be gone in the mystery. The, pro, the problem, of course, was that the surprise had been gone for two years. I didn't. I hadn't had a magical accidental orgasm in a long time. Organism in a long time, and it was frantic. That's why I was in the vagina workshop. God damn! How long is this shit? <laughs> I was about to say this is a lot of talk about a vagina. This is how I came to love my vagina. It's embarrassing because it's not politically correct. I mean, I know it. 
should have happened in a bath with salt grains from the deep sea, from the dead sea to not deep sea. Deep, deep would be inappropriate. Then we're talking about bananas. With in the <laughs> salt grains from the dead sea in your plan, me loving my woman's health. I know this story. Vaginas are beautiful. Our self hatred is only the inner, 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 inter, internalized, internalized representation and hatred of the patriarchal petri, petri, culture. Petri, I don't know what the fuck that means. It isn't real. Pussies unite. Yes, they do, goddammit. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Mr. Bugirelli, don't pussies unite, people. Oh, yes. It, it, is. Brought them two, it brought them two sisters closer together. Absolutely. Yes, it did. It brought me, it brought me to, it brought me to Jesus. Yes. See, pussies unite, people. Yeah. Unless you're a pair of legs, it doesn't divide. Yeah, hallelujah. Anyway, I know all of it. Like if we'd grown up in a culture where we were taught fat thighs were beautiful, we uh, we'd all be pounding down milkshakes and Krispy Kremes, lying on our backs, spending our our days thigh expanding. I don't know what that means, but it sounds dirty. It sounds it sounds like somebody's playing the spread eagle, like them two bitches did when I walked in that house. <laughs> but but we. But we didn't grow up in that culture. No, we didn't, Jesus. No, we didn't. The devil is a lie. <laughs> I hated my thighs, and I hated my vagina even more. I thought it was incredibly ugly. I was one of those women who had looked at it, and for that moment on, I wish I hadn't. It made me sick. Damn, that's bad when your pussy makes you sick. You don't want the pussy to make you sick. See, if you're eating the vagina and you get food poisoning, you can't take Pepto-Bismol. Yeah. You gotta take you gotta take uh, Alcatraz to Pussy Plus or something. I don't know. <laughs> I pit, I pitied anyone who had to go down there in order to in order to survive. I began to pretend there was something else between my legs. I imagined furniture, cozy futons with light cotton comforters, little velvet CDs, leopard rugs, or pretty things. Basically. See, here's what she did, folks, okay? She imagined her pussy was Ikea. Silk handkerchiefs, now it's men's warehouse. Quilted quilted pot holders, now it's Bed Bath & Beyond. <laughs> or place settings, see, Bed Bath & Beyond. <laughs> yes, Bed Bath & Beyond. I got, I got so accustomed to this that I lost all memory of having a vagina. That's because she went to Bed Bath & Beyond. <laughs> Fellas, don't take your bitch to Bed Bath & Beyond. Then they start thinking their pussy's Bed Bath & Beyond. Yes, they do. And really, and some some bitches, I'm not trying to be funny. Some bitches, y'all's pussy is beyond. <laughs> because it is. It's beyond repair because somebody done fucked it up. <laughs> Thanks, Dale. <laughs> I'm sorry, Deshaun. Deshaun. Uh, uh, his name was Deshaun. Anyway, whenever a man was inside me, I pictured him inside a mink linen muffler. Or a Chinese boat. See, this is what happens when you go to Bed Bath & Beyond. Why couldn't you go to fucking TJ Maxx or some shit? They got groceries. Then I met, then I met Bob. I'm reading this correctly. Bitch met Bob. Bob, Bob was the most ordinary man I ever met. 
He was thin and tall and nondescriptive and wore khaki tan clothes. Fellas, if you want to get pussy, wear khaki tan clothes. Bob Bob did not like spicy food or listening to prance. He had no interest in sexy lingerie. In the summer, he spent time in the shade. He did not share his inner feelings. He did not have any problems or issues and was not even an alcoholic. Damn, bitch, you want an alcoholic? Goddamn, I'm right here. <laughs> I'll help you figure out where your vagina is. It's that thing that you keep swearing up and down is a fucking Ikea. <laughs> he, he wasn't very funny or or articulate or mysterious. See, I'm mysterious, I'm funny, and I can articulate. You don't believe me, bring the pussy here. I will eat the Ikea. <laughs> I'll eat the Bed Bath & Beyond. I'll eat the other thing I said that I can't remember what I said. Men's Warehouse. Men's Warehouse. No, don't do that because they fucked me on my last shoot when I went to a wedding. You don't believe me? Look at the picture. I will post it on Facebook. <laughs> I thought you said that post, that picture was never to see the light of day. Oh, yeah. No, that picture's never to see the light of day because <laughs> I was wearing a suit and that ain't cool. <laughs> we'll have Benny cut that part out. He was... He wasn't mean or unavailable. He wasn't self-involved or charismatic. We know he wasn't charismatic. Then why the hell did you fuck him? Jesus Christ. What? No, I'm just saying, like, <coughs> this guy was all, none of these things she liked, yet she fucked him. That, my whole thing with this is, fellas, don't be bald. That's what we're learning here. Don't be uncharismatic, okay? You got to look her right in the face, and if she ain't got no organism yet, you look her in the face and you say, sell my shit, sell my shit, sell my shit. He didn't drive past. I didn't particularly like Bob. I wouldn't have missed him altogether if he hadn't picked up my change that I dropped on the deli floor when he handed me back my quarters and panties <laughs> and his hand accidentally touched mine something happened I went to bed with him that's when the miracle hold up <laughs> folks we we just found out this girl from Alabama that only miracle. that She's the cheapest gold digger I've ever seen. God damn, man picks up your fucking quarters, so you decide to let him stick something else in your slot. That's fucked up. Jesus Christ. God damn, off the deli floor? Bitch. Bitch, bitch I, can't, I, ain't, I'm, I'm, I ain't got no words for this. Really help me out. I'm in a state of shock. This is like the cheap, like I said, this is some cheap shit. Like, quarters, that's it? Shit. Like, this bitch will fuck you for quarters? What is she? A she picked, she picked it. She picked, I'm going to start carrying around a wad full of fucking quarters. Yeah, she's like a hooker from the Renaissance. God. With a vagina as deep as a 12-foot pool. Anyway. <laughs> Moving on. Moving Turned out on. that Bob Turned out that Bob loved vaginas. He was a connoisseur. Meaning meaning Bob had little teeny arms and liked to eat pussy. He was a connoisseur. They're kinda like T Rexes, but they know a lot about vaginas. Yeah. It was a stretch, I know, I'm sorry. He he loved the way they felt, the way they tasted, the way they smelled. But most importantly, he loved the way they looked. He had to look at them. The first time we had sex, he told me 
He had to see me. I'm right here, I said. No, you, he said. I have to see you. Turn on the light, I said. Thinking he was a weirdo and freaking out in the dark, he turned on the light. Then he said, okay, I'm ready to see you. Right here? I waved. I'm right here. Then he began to undress me. What are you doing, Bob? I said. I need to see you, he replied. No need, I said. Just do it. I need to see what you look like, he said. But you've seen a red leather couch before, I said. Bob continued. He would not stop. He wanted to throw up. He, I wanted to throw up and die. I don't know why. I mean, I like red leather couches. That one didn't work. Anyway, this is awfully intimate, I said. Can you just do it? No, he said. It's who you are. I need to look. I held my breath. He looked and looked. He got breathy and his face changed. He didn't look ordinary anymore. He looked like a hungry beast. Fellas, that's the way you get, that's the way you get a vagina right there. Good job, Bob. Yeah. He's like, I need to see you. Yes. I yes. need to look at you. Yes. You're why yes, caveman chiseled yes. on walls. Yes, Bob. Yes. You look at them walls. You look at that box. <laughs> that means two things. Yes. You're so beautiful, he said. You're elegant and deep. Well, we knew she was deep. She had a fucking vagina from Ikea. Yeah. We knew she was, we knew she was deep because she, fu- she fucking dude from the fucking deli. Yeah. Manny, help me out here. Yeah, man. Like I said, deep. It was deep. Deep as shit. Deep as shit, like a 12-foot pool. Deep blue sea. Deep, deep blue sea. You're, you're elegant and deep and innocent and wild. You saw that there, I said? It was like he read my palm. I saw that, he said, and more, much more. He, he stayed looking for almost an hour, as if he was studying a map, observing the moon, staring in to my eyes, but it was my vagina. No shit, it was your vagina. Your vagina ain't got eyes. If it's got teeth, run from it, fellas, run. That's not a vagina. That is not a vagina. It's a Venus flytrap. Yeah. <laughs> it's vagina in the, light, in the light, I watched him looking at me. And he was so genuinely excited, so peaceful, so erotic. I began to get wet and turned on. Somebody poured a bucket of water on her? I think so. Okay. I, I, I don't know how she got wet. Was it fucking raining? She didn't bring her umbrella? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. I guess um she just, maybe she jumped in the pool, got out of the pool, didn't use a towel. Well, well, your vagina's 12 foot deep and you like a 12 foot deep pool. Hey, whatever. Yeah, that's 24 uh, feet. Yeah, there you go. I began, that's fucked up. I began, I began to see myself the way he saw me. I began to feel beautiful and delicious. I bet you are delicious. You, I'm sorry. She's a fictional character in a book, and I'm getting hard right now. <laughs> like a, like a, probably more information than most of y'all wanted to know. By the way, uh, if you want, if since I'm single, if y'all want to fuck, uh, my, my Facebook name is Gator Ricky Ross. <laughs> <laughs> Like a great painting or a waterfall, mm-hmm. Bob wasn't afraid. He wasn't grossed out. I began to swell, began to feel proud, began to love my vagina. And Bob lost himself there. And I was there with him in my vagina. And we were gone. You cannot love a vagina unless you love hair. Many people do not love hair. My first and only husband hated hair. He, was cl- he said it was cluttered and dirty. He, he made me shave my vagina. 
It looked puffy and exposed and like a little girl. This excited him. When he made love to my vagina, when he made love to me, my vagina felt the way a beard must feel. It felt good to rub and painful. Because you know when you when you shave your beard and your shit's all prickly, you know the vagina going to be prickly. Right, Vinny? Yes, very much so. I'm. It's I, okay I'm... when you put... It's okay when your pussy looks like a prickle pear. It's all good. Yes. Like scratching a mosquito bite. It felt like it was on fire. Oh, fire pussy. There was. Flaming there pussy. Was flame. Now, why does that sound like a fucking alcoholic beverage? I don't know. Sounds more like an 80s rock band. Yeah, you and I are going to start that band. It, there was screaming red bumps. I refused to shave it again. When my husband had an affair, then my husband had an affair. When we went to marital therapy, he said he screwed around because I wouldn't please him sexually. Well, I'm sorry. If you can't, if you won't put in the good pussy on the dick, then I'm sorry if he fucking fucking left your ass. You gotta, hey, no, straight up. You got to put it down, okay? If you don't give none, then guess what? The relationship ain't gonna work. If you don't put no pussy out, because all a man wants, Vinny, correct me if I'm wrong, all a man wants when he gets home from fucking work after working a hard day, all he wants is a hot meal and a piece of ass. 100% true. Thank you. I wouldn't please him sexually. I wouldn't shave my vagina. The therapist had a German accent and and gas. In quotations, there's gas. Between senses. Quotation gas. To show her empathy. She... She was a German. She was German. Yes, she was German. Yep. 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 I gotta be quiet, though. I'm gonna go on fucking vacation again. She asked me, she asked me why I didn't want to please my husband. I told her I thought it was weird. I felt little when my hair was gone down there, and I couldn't help talking in a in a ba- in a baby voice, and the skin got irritated, and even calamine lotion wouldn't help. Well, shit, it ain't my fault you got poison ivy on your pussy. <laughs> Goddamn. Everybody knows you put that calamine lotion on it, it didn't work. <laughs> she told me marriage was a compromise. I asked her if shaving my vagina would stop him from screwing around. I asked her if she had many cases like this before. She said the questions uh, d- diluted the process. I needed to jump in. She was sure it was a good beginning. This time when we got home, he got to shave my vagina. It was like a therapy bonus prize. He clipped it a few times, and there was a little bud in the bathtub. Hey, right, if you're going to shave pussy, you don't hit the lips. Don't hit the pussy lips when you're shaving. Ew. Oh, God, that's painful. First of all, second of all, why the fuck would you let anyone shave your pussy? I am not shaving a woman's pussy. I don't shave another human being, period. I don't. I don't say, hey, 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 my whole thing on the hair debate is, let that wolf monkey look like a wolf monkey, okay? Let it grow, let it grow, let it grow, let it grow, can't hold it back anymore, let it grow, let it grow, the, 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 the perfect girl is gone. I don't care what they're going to say. 
anyway. That song is almost perfect. Thank you. There's only one, there's one thing you can do to make it better. What? The pubes never bother me anyway. I said hair, but that works. Pubes is better. Pubes, well, okay. thank you. I'm going to do that. I'm, when I do this song, hey, by the way, uh, here shortly, we're going to start. When Vinny and I go on the road to do shows and shit, I will be doing this live. Yeah. Well, we're going to do a lot of things live. We're going to be doing live. We'll be doing live uh, booch casts and live stand up, and Desmond will be playing music and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're sorry about that. We got to let him do something, though. Anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, he didn't even notice it because he was so happy shaving my vagina. Then later, when my husband was pressing against me, I could feel his spiky sharpness sticking into me. My naked, puffy vagina. There was no protection. There was no fluff. I realized then that hair is there for a reason. It's the leaf around the flower, the lawn around the house. You have to love hair in order to love the vagina. You can't pick the parts you want. And besides, my husband never stops screwing around. Damn. Down there? I haven't been down there since 1953. No, it had nothing to do with Eisenhower. No, no, no. It's a cellar down there. It's very damp, clammy. You don't want to go down there. Trust me. I trust you because you talking about 1953, your ass is probably old as hell. Don't nobody want to see a great wolf monkey. You'd get sick, suffocating, very nauseating. <laughs> the smell of the clamminess and the mildew and everything. Why you got mildew on your pussy? Mr. Bujarelli, question. Yes? Can one get green gangrene on their vagina? Um, I don't know. Um, I guess if you do a lot of fucking outdoors. I mean, hey, I mean, you can get anything nowadays. I mean, <laughs> I mean, unless she got the clap and was rubbing her pussy on the grass to try to get the itching to stop. I can't imagine why she was gangrene. I guess. Anyway, woo. Smells unbearable. Gets in your clothes. I did kind of like smoke. You know, mildew and smoke normally get in your clothes. I didn't know they got in your pussy, but it will get in your clothes. Um, no, there was no accident down there. It didn't blow up or catch on fire or anything. Notice I said blow up. Thank you, Sam, the uh, Chinese man, for allowing me to say blow up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, 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 you got a problem with that? Um, no, not at all. Please continue. Yeah, yeah, you put in the paw. Mm, Propane. That's what I meant by that. For anybody that didn't get that, you put in the paw. In the paw, in the paw, in the paw. Propane. (laughs) It didn't blow up or catch on fire or anything. It wasn't so dramatic. I mean, well, never mind. No, never mind. I can't talk to you about this. What's a smart girl like you? I didn't know it was a smart. I didn't know it was a smart girl going around talking to old ladies about their down there's for. We didn't do this kind of thing when I was a girl. What? Jesus. Okay, there was this boy. Oh, Mister Bridgerly is getting good. Ooh, there was a boy. There was this boy, Andy Lifkov. He was cute. Well, I thought so. And tall, like me, and really liked 
I really liked him. He asked me out for a date in his car. I can't tell you this. I, I can't do this. Talk about down there. You you just know it's there. Like the cellar. There's rumbles down there sometimes. You can hear the pipes and things. Get caught there. Little animals and things. And it gets wet. And sometimes people have to plug up the leaks. Mr. Bidrelli, I didn't know a cellar. I didn't know a cellar could get wet like that. But anyway. Neither did I. I, I can't. It ain't my fault her damn vagina's like the Hoover Dam. Jesus. Otherwise, the doors stay closed. You forget about it. I mean, it's part of the house. But you don't see it or think about it. It has to be there, though. Because every house needs a cellar. And apparently every vagina needs to be wet and smell like a fucking mildew. Who the hell needs a cellar? Otherwise, the bedroom would be in the basement. Oh, Lord. Andy Liffoff. Right, Andy was very good looking. He was a catch. That's what we called it in my day. See, wait a minute. Bitch played baseball? I guess. He said he was a catch. I mean, did he was he a catcher? Did he receive? Well, I'm just thinking anal here. Who the hell took it in the butthole? <laughs> I don't know. We were in his car, a new white Chevy Bel Air. Ooh, he got a Bel Air. In West Philadelphia, born and raised, and on the playground is where, no, <laughs> is where I spent most of my days, chilling out, matching, relaxing, what, Bel Air? Yeah, I mean, you pull up to house about seven or eight. Yeah, he yelled to the cabbie, your home, smell you later. He looked at his kingdom, and he was finally there. Sound his throne as the Prince of Bel Air. I'm thinking about that. I remember thinking that my legs were too long for the seat. I have long legs. They were smooshed up against the dashboard. I was looking at my big kneecaps when he just kissed me. And it surprisingly take me by take me by control like they do in the movies kind of way. And I got excited. So excited. And well, there was a flood down there. Oh my God, the damn busted. Oh my God, another flood? I guess. I don't know. I, it ain't my fault the bitches get wet. I couldn't control it. It was like this force of passion. The river of life just flooded out of me. Right through my panties. Right onto the car seat of his brand new white Chevy Bel Air. It wasn't pee and it was smelly. Well, frankly, I didn't really smell anything at all. But he said, Andy said, that it smelled like sour milk and it was staining his car seat. It was a stinky, weird. I was a stink. Wait a minute. I was a stinky weird girl, he said. I wanted to explain that his kiss had caught me off guard and I wasn't normally like this. I tried to wipe the flood up with my dress. Okay, let me explain to everybody else that don't know what happened. Bitch had an organism. <laughs> and I'm just telling you, shit happens. Sometimes you get an organism. But here's where dude was fucking up, okay? He should have busted a rubber out and busted her ass. Exactly. Talking about she smells. Yeah, it smells. That's the smell of victory, goddammit. Victory. Victory screech. <laughs> it, it was a new yellow primrose dress, and it looked so ugly with flood on it. And it drove me home without saying another word. And when I got out and closed his car door, I closed the whole store, locked it, never opened for business again. I dated some after, but the idea of flooding made me too nervous. I never even got close again. 
So let, let's just recap what this means. Okay, here's what happened. Okay, here's what happened. Ready? You ready for what happened? I'm ready. Okay. Andy, Andy apparently took bitch home because bitch, bitch had splooged on her dress and Andy won't man enough to bust the rubber out and bust her ass. So he took her home, which I'm just saying, it happens, okay? That's why I always said if I ever had a daughter, I wasn't going to teach her how to, how to use the toilet because if a girl shits on herself, you know, as a man, you just got to do the gentlemanly thing and just take a ride home. Just take a ride home. It's called, it's also called birth control. Anyway. <laughs> it's the, probably the best form of birth control. Oh, hell yeah. I ain't gonna be raising no babies. Gator ain't raising no babies. <laughs> Neither am I. Yes, you are. What are you talking about? You're raising my children's. Anyway, I used to uh, have no, dreams, not. crazy dreams. Oh, they're dopey. Why? Burt Reynolds. I don't know why. <laughs> he never did much for me in life. But in my dreams, it was always Burt and I. Burt and I. Burt and I. It, it was always the same general dream. So, she had a thing for the bandit from the Smokey and the Bandit movies. It's all cool. They call you the bandit. You is the bandit. You never watched Smokey and the Bandit? Honestly, I've never watched that. What? Never the Duke of movies? Come no. on now. I've never seen Smokey and the Bandit, ever. How about the Duke the, the Dukes of Hazard? You seen that one? With Johnny Knoxville? Yes. Yes, that one where Burt Reynolds played Boss Hog. I, I, I saw it once a long time ago. I don't remember much about it. Anyway, it was... Fuck you. It was always... You asked me a question, I'm giving honest answer. We'd be out, Burt and I. It was some restaurant like the kind you'd see in Atlantic City. Oh, so, so now she's selling pussy. All big with chandeliers and stuff and thousands of waiters and with vests. Bert would give me this orchid croissage. I'd paint it on my, I'd pin it on my blazer. We'd laugh. We were always laughing, Bert and I. Laughing and laughing. We'd eat shrimp cocktail. Huge shrimp. Fabulous shrimp. We'd laugh more. We were very happy together. Then he'd look into my eyes, pull me to him in the middle of the restaurant, and just as he was about to kiss me, the whole restaurant would start to shake. Pigeons would fly out from under the table. I didn't know what those pigeons were doing there. They were, I don't know, maybe they were trying to escape from your fucking flood, bitch. Noah and the coochie flood. Goddamn. Noah and the fucking ark had to build an ark just to get your ass out of there. Bert, build an ark. Yeah. <laughs> Vinny's like, the fuck? <laughs> it, it would pour out of me. It would pour and pour. There would be fish inside and little boat. <laughs> and, and the whole restaurant would be filled with my flood. And Bert would be standing way deep in it. I can't feed them. <laughs> <laughs> if you okay, if your damn vagina is looking so bad that Burt Reynolds has to stand in it with knee deep waders on, looking like the Gordon Fisherman, then maybe you need to go to the doc. My vagina's angry. It is. It's pissed off. My vagina's furious, and it needs to talk. It needs to talk all about this shit. It needs to talk to you. I mean, what's the deal? An army of people out there thinking up ways to torture my poor ass gentle loving vagina spending their days constructing psycho products and nasty ideas to undermine my pussy vagina motherfuckers ooh
This done got good and we're only a paragraph in. Now there's trouble in River City. Trevor? <laughs> I didn't know vaginas lived in River City. Trouble with a capital T and that rhymes with P and that stands for pussy. I'm going to add like I know what you just said. All this shit there consistently trying to shove up us, clean us up, stuff us up, make it go away. Well, my vagina's not going away. It's pissed off and it's staying right here. Yes, girl. Yes, girl. Yes. Yes, girl. Yes. You you control your vagina. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm getting a little feminist. My bad. <clears throat> Like tampons? What the hell is that? A wad of dry fucking cotton stuffed up there? Why can't they find a way to suitably lubricate the tampon? As soon as my vagina sees it, it goes in the shop. It says forget it. It closes up. You need to work with the vagina. Introduce it to things. Prepare the way. That's what foreplay's all about. You got to convince my vagina. Seduce my vagina. Engage my engage my vagina's trust. You can't do that with a dry wad of fucking cotton. Is it just me or is this girl way pissed off? Oh, she definitely angry. This is a this is the angriest pussy I've ever seen. Well, <laughs> stop shoving things up me. Stop shoving and stop cleaning it. My vagina doesn't need to be cleaned. Ooh. Mr. Boudreaux, what you got to say about that? She said her pussy is clean. She is on crack. It smells good already. Don't try to decorate. Don't believe them when he tells you it smells like rose petals when it's supposed to smell like pussy. Yeah, guys will tell you it smells like rose petals when pussy smells smell like pussy. Yeah, no. Well, I'd rather it smell like rose petals than bacon bits. I got nothing wrong with bacon bits. I like bacon bits on my salad. Yeah. Especially when it's a tossed salad. Fucking asshole. Let me get my joke in. That's that's what they're doing. Trying to clean it up. Make it smell like bathroom spray or a garden. All those douche sprays. Floral, berry, rain. Don't want my pushy. I don't want my pushy to smell like rain. No, you don't want your pushy to smell like rain. Rain pussy is a bad pussy. Cause you know, cause you know that smell you get right for for it rains. You know that smell, that smell in there that smells like that smell that it smells like when it fucking smells like rain when it smells. Yeah. You know what I'm about? Yeah, I I know exactly what you're talking about. That smelly smell that it smells like when it smells when it smells smell. Oh yeah. Anyway, yeah, fucking rain. <laughs> Oh, all cleaned up like washing a fish after you cooked it. I want to taste the fish, lady. Lady? Benny? Wait, what did she just say? <laughs> all cleaned up like washing a fish after you cooked it. I want to taste the fish. What? Let me just say this. Fish is not a very healthy um, analogy for a vagina. who wants to fuck a penguin pussy is well Dane Cook apparently and Oswald Cobblepot that's why that's why I ordered it then there's those exams who thought them up there's got to be a, a better way to do those exams why the scary paper dress that scratches your tits and crunches them when you lie down so you feel like a wad of paper somewhere threw away 
Ride the why the rubber glove? Why the flashlight all up there like Nancy Drew working against gravity while the Nazi steel stamps? Why the Nazi steel stirrups? The mean cold duck look they shove inside you. What's that? My vagina's angry about those visits. It gets defended. It, it gets defended weeks in advance. It gets defeated weeks in advance. I can't fucking read. It won't go out of the house. Then you get there. Don't you hate that? Scoot down. Relax your vagina. Why? So you can shove mean cold duck lips inside it? I don't think so, Miss Lady. Why can't they find some nice, delicious purple velvet and wrap it around me? Lay me down on some feathery cotton spread. Put some nice, friendly pink or blue gloves and rest my feet in some fur-covered stirrups. Warm up the duck lips. Work with my vagina. Yeah, work with the pussies. But no, more torture. Dry water fucking cotton, cold duck lips, thong underwear. What's that's the worst. Thong underwear. What's wrong with thong draws? Nothing's wrong with thongs. Thongs are sexy. Apparently there's hang on, we're gonna find out what's wrong with the thong. That thong, that thong, thong, thong. Exactly. <laughs> who who thought that up? I don't know. Moves around all the time. Get stuck in the back of your crusty butt. Vagina's supposed to be loose and wide, not held together. That's why girdles are so bad. We need to move and spread and talk and talk. Vaginas need comfort. Make something like that. Something to give them pleasure. No, of course, they won't do it. Hate to see a woman having pleasure. I can't fucking read. Particularly sexual pleasure. I can't make a pair. I mean, make a pair of nice soft cotton drawers with a French tickler built in. Women would be coming all day long, coming in the supermarket, on the subway, coming happy vagina. They wouldn't be able to stand it. Seeing all those energized, not taking shit, not have hot, happy vaginas. If my vagina could, could talk, it would talk about itself like me. It would talk about other vaginas. It would do vagina impressions. There's vagina impression. Okay, now we're gonna do we're gonna do impressions of vaginas. Okay, this is my impression of Paige's vagina. Slap noise, 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 slap noise. That has been Gator Ricky Ross. Impersonate Paige's vagina. <laughs> accurate, right? Pretty accurate, yeah. Damn near. <laughs> it would wear Harry, Harry Winston diamonds, no clothes, just they're all draped in diamonds. My vagina helped release a giant baby. It thought it would be doing more of that. It's not. Now it wants to. Now it wants to travel. Doesn't want a lot of company, and it wants to read and know things and get out more. It wants sex. It loves sex. It wants to go deeper. It's hungry for depth. It wants kindness. It wants change. It wants silence. And freedom. And gentle kisses. Motherfucker. And warm liquids. I call it cunt. Uh, that is that word that some women don't like. 
I call it cunt. I've reclaimed it. Cunt, parentheses, cunt, parentheses. I really like it. Cunt, parentheses, cunt, parentheses. Listen to it. Cunt, parentheses, cunt, parentheses. C-C dot C-C-A, C-A dot cavern. Cackle, clit, cute, come close, see closed, inside, see, cut, 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 then, you, then, see, you, then, curvy, inviting shark skin, you, uniform, ununiform, wait a minute, hold up, ununiform, under, up, earth, un, ug, you, dash, then, in, then, cun, dash, sung, letter, fitting, perfectly together, dash, in, dash, nest, slash, now, nexus, nice, nice, always, dip, always, round and uppercase, cun, cun, dash, in, a, jagged, wicked, I don't know what the fuck's going on right now, electrical, post, and, bitch, bitch, gonna help, what, what do you need help with, Gator? I don't know, parentheses, high, pitch, noise, parentheses, then, soft, and warm, and, dash, cun, dash, cun, dash, then, t, dash, then, sharp, certain, tangy, t, dash, it, tell me, cunt, parentheses, cunt, parentheses, cunt, parentheses, cunt, parentheses, a six-year-old girl was asked, if your vagina got dressed, what would it wear? She answered, red high tops and a match cap worn backwards. If it could speak, what would it say? It would say, words that begin with V and T. Turtle and violin are examples. What does your vagina remind you of? A pretty dark peach. Or a diamond I found from a treasure, and it's mine. What's special about your vagina? Somewhere deep inside it, it has a really, really smart brain. What does it smell like? Snowflakes. I love vaginas. I love women. I do not see them as separate things. Women pay me to dominate them, to excite them, to make them come. I do not start out. I did not start out like this. No, to the contrary. I started out as a, a lawyer. Wait a minute. She started lying and now she's making bitches come, which is still a lie. Well, everybody knows bitches don't really come. They lie about it. They do. They do. Your black girlfriend don't lie about this shit. Wow. She actually does orgasm. I don't. I don't give her the opportunity. Lie. Lies. No. Lies. Boots don't give her the opportunity to fake it. I make the dream reality. And we're moving on. But in my late thirties, I became obsessed with making women happy. I began. It began as a mission of sorts. But then I got involved in it. I got very good at it. Kind of brilliant. It was my art. I started getting paid for it. It was if if I had my calling. I wore outrageous outfits when I dominated women. Lace and silk and leather. Fellas, pull your dick out. It's time to masturbate. And I used props. Whips, handcuffs, rope, dildo. There was nothing like this in tax law. There was no props. No excitement. And I hated those blue corporate suits. 
although I wear them now from time to time in my new line of work, and they serve quite nicely, there was no props in corporate law, no witness, no dark, mysterious foreplay, no erect nipples. Okay, I don't know about anybody else, but my day's getting hard. Yeah, this is this is definitely making me hard. Nobody asked you. Okay, sorry. No delicious mouse. Okay, I didn't know how mouse or delicious, but anyway. No, wait a minute, I lost my shit. But mainly, there was no moaning. Not the kind I'm talking about anyway. This was the key. I see now. Moaning was the thing that ultimately seduced and got me addicted to making women happy. And when I was a little girl, I would see women in the movies making love, making strange orgasmic moaning noises. I used to laugh. Because she never got to fucking experience the fact that fucking moaning was making... Oh, Jesus! Oh! Oh, my God! You know, them kind of noises? Yeah, I'm familiar with those. Ah, the lies. Anyway, I got strange, hypocritical... I couldn't believe that big outrage. Oh, it always sounds like that just came out of women. I longed to moan. I practiced in front of my mirror on a tape recorder. You kinky bitch. In various keys, various tones. And always, when I played it back, it sounded fake. It was fake. It was rooted in, in anything sexual, really. Only in my desire to be sexual. But then, I was 10. I had to pee really bad once on a car trip. I went on for almost an hour, and then I finally got to pee in this dirty little gas station. It was so exciting. I moaned. I moaned as I peed. I couldn't believe it. Me moaning in a Texaco station in the middle of Louisiana. I realized right then that moans are connected with not getting what you want right away. It's putting things off. I realized moans was best when they caught you by surprise. They came out of this hidden, mysterious part of you that was speaking its own language. I realized that moans were, in fact, that language. I became a moaner. It made most men anxious. Frankly, it was it terrified them. I was loud and then couldn't concentrate on what they were doing. They'd lose focus. They'd lose everything. They couldn't make love in people's homes. They were too thin. I got a reputation in my building, and people stared at me with contempt in the, ele- in the, in the elevator. God damn it, I can't fucking read. You try being drunk and trying to read. But men thought I was too intense. Some called me insane. I began to feel bad about moaning. I got quiet and polite. I made noise into a pillow. I learned to choke my moan, make it bad like a sneeze. Hold it back like a sneeze. I began to get headache and stress-related disorders. And I made love to quiet women. And I made this place inside them. And they and they shocked themselves. And they're moaning. I made love to moaners. And they found a deeper, more penetrating moan. It was a kind of surgery. A kind of delicate science, finding the tempo, the exact location of the moan, what I called it. Sometimes I'd find I'd find it over a woman's jeans. Sometimes I snuck up on it. Off the record, quietly disarming the surrounding alarms and moving in. Uh, sometimes I use force. And I, but I was not, not violent, oppressing force. 
more like that of a fucking Roman reign. You know, I would fucking spirit a bitch with my tongue. This is not the real shit from the uh, Poontang Diaries. This is just Gator Ricky Ross's. Oh, I will be dominating. There we go. I'm going to take you someplace. Don't worry. Lay back and enjoy the ride. Kind of force. I was there when vagina when her vagina opened. We were all there. Her mother, her husband, and I, and the nurse from the Ukraine with her whole hand up there in her vagina, feeling and turning with her rubber glove as she talked casually to us, like she was turning on some loaded facet. I was there in the room when the contractions made her crawl on all fours, made unfamiliar moans, leaks out of her pores, and still there, hours when she had just screamed suddenly, wild, her arms sticking at the electric air. I was there when her vagina changed from a shy sexual hole to an archaeological tunnel, a sacred vessel, a venectorine canal, a deep well with a tiny stuck child inside waiting to be rescued. I was there when her vagina opened. We were all there, her mother, her husband and I, and the nurse from the Ukraine with her whole hand up in her vagina, feeling and turning with her rubber glove as she talked casually to us. Like she was turning on a loaded faucet. What the fuck is a loaded faucet? A loaded faucet? Um, I guess that's what... Anyway, I was there in the room when the contractions made her crawl on all fours, made unfamiliar moans leak out of her pores. And there, after hours, when she just screamed suddenly, wild, her arms striking at the electric air. I was there when her vagina changed from a shy sexual hole to an archaeological tunnel of sacred vessel, a a fucking canal. I'm not even going to say that word because I didn't know what the fuck it meant. A deep well with a tiny stuck child inside waiting to be rescued. What the fuck? I think this is giving birth. I'm scared. Oh, I am too. I don't know. This is why men miss the days when we weren't allowed in the delivery room. I, I, uh, Mr. Richard, hold me. I'm holding the phone. I hope that helps. No, no, it doesn't. I, I saw the colors of her vagina. Vaginas are just pink. They changed. The fuck am I reading? Oh, my Jesus. Saw the bruised, broken blue, the blistering tomato red, the gray pink, the dark. Saw the blood like pers- per- per- perspiration along the head. I can't do this. <laughs> This has been pussy talk with Davis. No, you finished the goddamn chapter. Fuck no. I'm gonna vomit. <laughs> That's fine. Where's, where's the pee bucket? I'm going on stage. No more vaginas. Come on. We made it this far. Finish it. Oh, God. Give me some Jesse after this. Can I get some Jesse after this, please? Fine. I'll play Jesse McCartney if you finish it. Thank you. <clears throat> Sound of blood like perspiration. <laughs> perspiration. Jesus. Perspiration along the urges. Saw the yellow, white liquid, the, the shit, the clock pushing out all the holes. Pushing harder and harder. Saw through the holes, the baby's head. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> the vivid picture. Scratches of black hair. Saw it was just there behind the bone. A hard, round, mess.
Marie. As the nurse from the Ukraine kept turning and turning her slippery hand, I saw there when each of us, her mother and I, held a leg and spread her wide, pushing with all our strengths against her pushing and her husband sternly counting. One, two, three. Jesus Christ, what the fuck is... I can't do this. God, Jesse, I'm doing this for you. <laughs> Telling her to focus harder. <laughs> we looked into her then. We, we, we couldn't get her eyes out of that place. We forgot the vagina. All of us. What else, what, what else would explain our lack of awe, our lack of reverence? What the fuck is a reverend doing in there with the kid? I don't know. Jesus. I was, I was there when the doctor reached in with Alice in Wonderland spoons. What the fuck? Wait, Alice in Wonderland spoons? That's what it says. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> what? Okay, Minus! Jesse, I'm going to see you, Jesse! <laughs> this is fucking wild! For Jesse! And, and there, as her vagina became a wide optical mouth, singing with all its strength, first the little head, then the gray flopping. I can't fucking do this! <laughs> Jesse! <laughs> then the first swimming body, swimming quickly into our weeping arm. I was there later when I just turned and faced her vagina. I stood and let myself see her all spread, completely exposed, mutilated, swollen, and torn, bleeding all over the doctor's hand. Jesus Christ! (laughs) The Red River flows! She's up shit's great without a paddle. It's red it's red dead redemption Jesse Who was calmly sewing her there. I stood and her vagina suddenly became a wide red potion heart. The heart is capable of sacrifice. So is the vagina. The heart is able to forgive and repair. It can change its shape to let us in. It can expand to let us out. So can the vagina. It can ache for us and stretch for us, die for us and bleed for us, and bleed us into this difficult, wondrous world. I was there in the room. I remember. This has been Gator Ricky Rock with the disturbing final chapter of Pushy Talks. Now give me my fucking Jesse. <laughs> yes. After the torture porn that was that final <laughs> yeah, that, fucking chapter. That was rough. That was rough. Jesus Christ, how do you how do they write this? Like that's your that, finale? That was rough. It really was. Like holy shit. That was that was rough. That was very rough. That's how they end it? That was tough on me. It was tough on all of us, man. That was tough on me. I had to stop. But the will of Jesse kept willing me on. Jesse, Jesse, Jesse. Alright. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was Pussy Talk with Gator, a.k.a. Gator Reads the Vagina Monologues. I sincerely hope you guys uh, enjoyed this classic segment that we put together for you guys. And um, as we mentioned before, uh, we do have access to the Breaking Ground 
monologue, which is basically the uh, the uh, trans version of this whole entire thing. And we found it. We talked about it in an article many, many years ago when we were doing these out there on the Boochcast. And we are definitely going to do that at some point down the road. We're going to be bringing that segment in. Uh, God knows what kind of controversy it's going to bring, but it wouldn't be the Boochcast if we didn't have a little bit of controversy. Because uh, here on the Boochcast, we keep it real with our thoughts and our opinions and everything else. So it's going to be a fun ride. So we hope you guys will join in. Also, uh, make sure you guys uh, follow the Boochcast. We are on Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcast, and iHeartRadio. Pick your favorite hosting site and follow us there, or be a super fan and follow us on all five hosting sites. Also, like us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash the Boochcast. We have archived episodes of the show as well as great content. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Boochcast. Get the latest tweets, photos, and videos. Visit our YouTube channel, the Boochcast YouTube channel for all of our exclusive video content. And be sure to hit the subscribe button and ring that bell to be notified when future content will be posted. Also, make sure you're following us on Twitch. Go to twitch.tv slash theboochcast. That's where we do our live wrestling watch parties. Our next watch party will be Saturday, November the 26th for WWE Survivor Series. That's right. We're going to be getting together for the Survivor Series, and we'll be doing that in one of two locations. Uh, One option will be uh, Winston-Salem, North Carolina, because that weekend I'll be there with... uh, Buff Bagwell and Scotty Riggs as we will be at WrestleCade doing a special American Males exhibit. That's right. So you get to meet the American Males, Marcus Bagwell and Scotty Riggs, former tag team champions of WCW. And afterwards, uh, Buff and I, if we're able to, will uh, get together and do a little watch party. Now, I can't promise that Scotty Riggs will be there, but he obviously has an invitation to come join us if he likes. So... It could be uh, me, Buff, and uh, some other people getting together for this uh, special pay-per-view event. Or, if we're not able to do it, then the team here in Georgia, they'll take care of it. So either way, we will have a Survivor Series watch party available for you guys, and it will be on our Twitch channel. We also have our D&D show that will be coming soon, our Boochcast booking battle, and of course a special surprise that's going to be coming to the Twitch channel. We're still working out the kinks for it. I'm trying to get the team together so everybody can do their part, but trust me when I tell you, once it's done, you are going to love it. Also, you guys can support the Boochcast by going to anchor.fm slash the Boochcast slash support. Become a supporter of the Boochcast. Support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes. We have three different levels you can donate at. You can pick the price you want. The first option is for $0.99, cents, $1 per month. This is for people who don't have a lot of money to spend but still want to put a little skin in the game. That way there's no pressure on you guys, just a dollar. You know, um, you're not going to miss it, but it's still going to help us out a great deal. Uh, we have the second level. If you want some extra spending cash, you can go for $4.99, $5 per month. The same amount of money uh, you would pay for a Peacock subscription. I know a lot of you guys out there aren't fans of the Peacock, so don't give them money. Give us money. We got better content than Peacock anyway. And we got the third and final level you can donate at, which is for a mere $9.99. 
$10. The same amount of money we used to pay for a WWE Network subscription here in the United States. I know ever since they sold to the Peacock, you got nowhere to put that $9.99. So take that $9.99, bring it over here. We got better content than the network. And unlike the WWE, we actually care about our fans and are dedicated to giving the people what they want. You have the option of paying with a credit card or with GPay. And the best part is all the money that we raise goes back into the show in some capacity. We use it to upgrade our equipment. We use it to bring in bigger name guests, pay our bills, and take care of all the guys who work very hard on the air and off the air to make the Boochcast a success. So if you got a favorite co-host and you believe they deserve to be paid for their hard work, anchor.fm slash theboochcast slash support is how you make that happen. And then if there's any money left over, when it's all said and done, we use the rest to feed Zach his ramen noodles and try to get him laid. And until next time, this is Vinny Bucci, a.k.a. The Booch, saying keep on living life and take care. This has been The Booch Cast. We'll talk to you guys next time. Until then, pizza, baby!
Yeah. 